Welcome to episode 11 of Turn Shit Into Gold. I am your host, Kristen, and I have a fun little fact for you right away because I did some research a couple weeks ago out of curiosity on podcasts and how many episodes the average podcast has. And I found out that 56.1% of podcasts have 10 episodes or less meaning that most podcasts don't make it past 10 episodes. Most people stop for whatever reason. I don't know what reason, and it's totally fine that they stop, but I just want to take a moment to celebrate myself for the fact that I'm still here. It's episode 11, and I'm still going, and I'm really proud of myself for that because having a podcast is something that I wanted for years But for many years, I wasn't sure what I would even talk about on my podcast. I just felt like I knew it was something that I wanted to do and kind of needed to do at some point. And then one day, I just finally figured it out. And I'm so excited and proud of myself for doing it and for showing up and for knowing that it's okay if I don't have the most clear idea of what I'm going to talk about because the thing is, is each of these episodes are an episode that I'm showing up to do because I know that someone needs to hear what I have to say. And this is the same way that I approach sharing stuff on my Instagram as well, which is if I'm feeling called to share this, I know it's because someone needs to hear it. And I've had to become okay with knowing that it might only be one person. There might only be one person who really needs to hear this message today. Maybe only one of you needs to hear what I'm talking about in this podcast episode. I highly doubt that just based on what I know I am going to talk about, but that's possible. And with my Instagram posts, I've had to just learn how to feel good about posting something and not getting a bunch of likes. And I've had to get comfortable with losing followers based on what I'm posting and just having super low engagement at different times because I'm doing something for other people and I'm allowing myself to be a channel for source energy, God, the spirit world. And I'm not saying this to be like, oh, I'm better than people. Everybody is a channel for source energy if they allow themselves to be and can be a channel for God's wisdom and God's love to come through. You just have to make that choice and allow yourself to do that. So I've made that choice that that's how I want to live my life. I made the choice that I wanted to be on this path that my soul really wants me to be on. And that means that things are going to look a little bit different and that's okay. So for those of you who need to hear this today, we are going to be discussing that exact thing in more detail on redefining what enough is to you and doing that in the larger context of the fact that we have a hustle culture going on. People love to talk about the hustle, the grind, getting things done, pushing forward, and especially if you are somebody who has started your own business or wants to start your own business, if you follow people who identify as entrepreneurs, there is so much content out there that makes you feel like you have to make so many sacrifices. You have to get up super early. You have to stay up super late. You have to do all these things to build your business. And that's not true. There are other options. And my biggest advice is to work on your energy and your mindset first. Because if you get your mindset in the right place and you get your energy in the right place, then everything else flows more easily. And you don't have to get up super early to put in a bunch of work or stay up super late to put in a bunch of work or work a ton of hours in the week, period. You just don't have to do that. Part of how you do this Part of how you make that shift is by deciding right now that whatever you are currently doing is enough. And some of you might be thinking, now, wait a minute, if I decide that this is enough, then I'm going to get complacent and then you're afraid that everything will fall apart or you won't be successful. That's not true. 
you can absolutely be successful switching this up and you can just do it with a more enjoyable life. So this is something that I have been working on healing now for a while and I'll have different phases where there's other stuff that's coming up for me to heal that's unrelated and I have less of a focus on it. And because of that, it has been something that comes up for me kind of cyclically and I'll be doing well with it. And then all of a sudden I realize I've slid back into feeling like I need to do, do, do in order to succeed. And I'll just be in this energy of, I need to do things. I need to make things happen. And that's not necessarily true. Feminine energy is the energy of being, and it's also the energy of receiving. So you can receive from just being. And I've experienced this myself, even super specifically. It's so funny because there was one day that was like the most money I had ever made in my business by a lot. And it happened when I just stopped working. And I took a break and just did some things for myself. And then a couple people paid their invoices to me for coaching within like an hour of each other. And it just made me smile because at that time I was especially working on trying to heal this and program into my energy that I receive just from being. So these are things that you can literally program into your energy. Another one that's really fun that I like to do is program into my energy that I make money when I'm asleep because it's really fun to wake up and see that you've made money. Somebody signed up for your course or paid an invoice, or if you're somebody who sells products, somebody bought your stuff. That's really fun. So you can program things like that into your energy. You can program it into your energy that it is easy and program that into your mind so that you believe that. And then your energy puts out this signal that things come to you, the things that you want come to you. It gets to be easy. Things like this are possible to program into your energy. The thing that's a little bit challenging is you've probably been conditioned to think that you have to be the other way or to always be focused on feeling like things aren't good enough. Especially in the United States, we are just programmed with that feeling of it's never enough. And we have kind of a crazy celebrity culture here where we've got these people who are just other human beings. They poop too, and their poop also stinks, but we act like they are these people who are so above us and we put them on pedestals and some people literally worship the ground that these people walk on and forget that they are just other human beings. They're not perfect. They make mistakes. They go through hard things. And we are, all the rest of us, are every bit as worthy of experiencing abundance as they are and we're every bit as capable of being successful as they are. And part of the biggest key to that is to just realize what is so great about you and what is so unique about you. And if you don't feel like there's anything that's unique or great about you, it might be because you've spent a lot of time people-pleasing and trying to conform to what you were told to be. I know that's the case for me, especially with I will just call it my youthful spirit. I have a very youthful spirit. I have a very childlike perspective on the world sometimes. And I have allowed that at times to keep me quiet because I would try to speak up about some things and people would just dismiss me or act like it was a stupid idea, silly, whatever it may be. And I felt like I needed to grow up and I would try to just be more professional. I was telling someone recently that I had a silly little quarter life crisis when I turned 25 and I thought, I'm 25, I need to be more professional, I need to start dressing more like I'm like 30 and I got rid of all my sundresses. 
And I later fully regretted that and realized how freaking silly it was. And it was like, I thought that I needed to dress a certain way to be taken seriously. And like, once you get to a certain age, you need to stop wearing certain clothes. And that's just not true. You can wear whatever you feel good in and you only need to take yourself seriously to be taken seriously by other people. You don't have to dress a certain way. Now, I mean, I wear crop tops. I didn't even wear crop tops really in my 20s. I maybe did like a couple times. And now I wear crop tops on a regular basis. I wear sundresses. I also post on my Instagram story in workout clothes all the time. I show up to sessions that way sometimes. A lot of the time I have no makeup on. I'll post things when I first wake up in the morning and my hair is a little wild and up in a bun. And it's it doesn't matter. If I'm saying something that helps people, that's all they're going to care about. They don't care how I look. And if they do, some of them maybe do. But if they do, then that's their business. That's not my business. And I can still help people no matter how I look. Just not the people who choose not to be helped by me because they're distracted by my appearance which can be a thing and that's fine, but I can show up and I can be myself. I can be silly. I can say silly things. I can make silly noises. That's a big one for me. Um, Just this morning, I was chatting with a friend on the phone and there was this noise and I was like, what was that? And I mimicked the noise and he was laughing. He was like, that was so accurate. And I was telling him how I don't know what it is about me. I don't know why I'm like this, but I always have urges to mimic sounds that I hear. And I'll do this with my boyfriend all the time, especially living where I live in Dallas. Lots of people have loud cars or motorcycles, and I will hear the sound of revving engines and cars zooming around, and I'll do it back. Like I'll hear a car and I'll be like, vroom, vroom. And I just, I don't know. I can't help it. It just happens. And he always just giggles at me. And it's, I know it's a very childlike thing to do, but it's just part of who I am and it's okay. And it can bring joy to people. It can lighten the mood if somebody's having a hard time. So that is an aspect of me that's maybe a little bit more unique. And you might be thinking, no, I know a lot of people who do that. That's great. There are just a lot of people also who take themselves a little bit too seriously and would never do something like that or maybe think that that's immature or whatever it is, but we are not all the same. And there are other things about me that might be different from everyone else you know who makes little car noises when they hear a car go by. We are all unique individuals. So the first step is to start to recognize where you are abandoning yourself a little bit, where you are dimming yourself, where you are deciding that you shouldn't do this thing or wear that thing, say this thing that's on your mind. Where are you making yourself smaller or shutting yourself down because you think you need to be a certain way? We were brought up, if you grew up in the United States and went to public school, we were brought up in a system that was created to condition us to respond well to authority and become productive workers. That's literally why our current school system was created the way it was created. It was created with the idea of essentially making good factory workers. And then that transitioned well to just general office workers. And that's how our education system was set up. We have been conditioned to be obedient and to just do what our teachers want us to do to perform and do things in a very specific way. And lots of us just don't operate necessarily the way that they want us to operate. I was good at playing that role at school. I also felt an immense amount of pressure to do that because my mom was a teacher at my elementary school. She taught fifth grade. And so from kindergarten through fifth grade, my mom was a teacher at my school and it was a small school. There were two classes for each grade. So all of the teachers knew me. They all knew who I was. And 
the students, lots of the students knew who my mom was and that she was a teacher. And I also had a brother who was one year older than me. So those students knew who I was as well. Lots of people knew who I was and there were certain expectations that people had for me, especially my mom. She told us, not just me, she told us that we needed to be a good example and, you know, listen to our teachers, participate in class when we're supposed to, be quiet when we're supposed to, all of that stuff, because our behavior was also a reflection on her. And because our mom was a teacher, she thought that people would be looking to us even more as an example of how you're supposed to be. So I felt like I had to be this perfect little student and there were still grades in elementary school. They just weren't letter grades, but you know, you're still being graded on everything. And I felt like I had to do the absolute best at everything and really just kind of be perfect. And then, you know, going through up into higher grades and even getting into college, I felt like I had to be participating in all of these things. High school, that was like, you need to do these clubs so that you can put it on your college applications. You can get into college. And then in college, it just felt like I was supposed to keep doing that. And then I got out of college and it was like the same thing. And it took me a long time to realize that I was doing all of these things to try to feel like I was enough and to try to feel like I was doing enough, but I never felt like I was doing enough. And it just made me feel even less good enough. It was almost like the more I did, the worse I felt. And nothing (laughs) was ever going to make me feel good enough except for starting to feel good enough. And you might be thinking, well, what the heck? How do you do that? And I did that by starting to work with other people to help me see how I was good enough. First, it was a holistic health coach I didn't go to her for help with feeling good enough. I went to her with help being able to sleep better because it sometimes takes me a long time to fall asleep. I'll wake up a lot in the night. Sometimes I wake up really early and can't fall back asleep. And I just decided I want to try to fix this. So I started working with her with that in mind. But then we ended up just diving into a whole bunch of other stuff. It was really more like therapy. It felt like therapy to me, except she was way better than any therapist I had ever seen. And especially this was in the spring of 2020 that I started working with her. So it was when COVID had already happened. And I had done a couple sessions with our employee resource program therapy people. And I am not kidding. I was doing better than my therapist when COVID hit. Like I would be talking to her about stuff and she would be taking notes on the things that I was doing to try to be okay because they were good ideas and she wanted to try them and she was getting more out of the sessions than I was. So that was interesting. But luckily I had Andrea, my health coach, and she helped me a ton with realizing that I was making so many decisions, trying to feel worthy or out of some sort of shame or feeling of obligation So I started to shift that and realize when I was tempted to respond a certain way from that space, I started to say no if it was coming from feeling obligated or ashamed. And I started to say yes more to what I wanted. And that led me down this whole path that I've gotten into on other episodes of ending up doing this work, but working with my mentor who was training me on my intuitive abilities, her name is Allie, and working with Allie was where things started to really move fast for me because she had tools to help me shift my energy and reprogram my brain and also help me get tapped into my intuitive gifts so I could do intuitive reads for myself. And those things were what really made a huge difference for me. That's what made the healing start to happen faster and faster and faster. And what made me start to feel like I am enough. And also just kind of, I almost like to say experimenting with it, which is what happened when I started to say no as well saying no and just seeing how people react and realizing that 
they did still like me or they did still love me. It was okay. And each time I did something that was different from what I did before and it turned out okay, that was proof for my brain that this new thing that I'm trying to program is actually true. And it helped to create this new reality for me. And I have also, I mean, it's funny because sometimes it's hard to tell what happened first, you know, the whole phrase, which came first, the chicken or the egg. We may never know the answer to that. And sometimes it almost feels that same way with some of this work because my manager at the time at my nine to five was great, but COVID changed things a lot. And then things changed even more after I had been working with my uh, mentor. So sometime after I'd been working with my mentor for at least a couple of months, I think probably a few months, my manager started to tell us even more or more regularly to do what we needed to do to take care of ourselves. If you need to go get a coffee at 10 a.m. or go for a walk at 2 p.m., feel free to do it type of thing. And I appreciated that so much. I didn't do it every day because I think that would have felt, I didn't want to feel like I was taking advantage of them, one. And then um, two, it just would have felt like a little bit much. But I started to do things like that. And that helped me get into the energy of feeling like I had my own business And I did start to do reads for people. So I did technically have my own business, but I wanted to feel like I was doing my business full time and I wanted to feel like I had freedom in my schedule. So that was super helpful having her give that permission because being able to go to Starbucks at 930 in the morning or 10 in the morning was not something that I could do before when we worked in the office, there was no way. I mean, every once in a while, maybe I could have snuck out to do something like that, but not like I could once COVID happened. And having that freedom was super helpful with shifting energy, getting into a new energy and continuing to program something different, something other than hustle culture, being able to take care of myself in the middle of the workday and do what I needed to do. And after doing energy work around some of this stuff, my manager was even more supportive than she already had been, which was really, really great. So that happened. And then a lot of the tools that my mentor was giving me were really tools on programming things like choosing to feel like you are doing enough. And this was something that really came up in my live call with my monthly membership ladies was this feeling of enough and enough people showing up. One of them was talking about how she really wants to start to host retreats on her property, but she feels like she'll have to wait a while because of how long it might take to get enough people. So we started to chat about a reframe of that. And how many people coming is actually enough. And of course, long-term, there's probably a certain number of people that she would need to come in order for it to make financial sense for her family. But for the very first one that she does, technically it would be enough if one person came. If she had one person show up who she could talk to, talk to and lead through whatever types of activities she wanted to lead people through, discussions even, being able to do that with one person is enough. And I pulled up her Instagram really quickly and <laughs> told her the number of people who are following her and asked, like, do you think there's one person in this group who would show up? And just starting to reframe things that way and realize, oh, I do already have enough people who are interested in what I want to do, what I want to pursue. And having only one person show up at first is still enough. And I told them that one thing that I've really worked on is feeling like me just putting the offer out there is enough. I am allowing people the opportunity to be in my energy 
and show up to a healing session or show up to a class. And the fact that I have the offer out there is enough. If one person says yes and signs up and shows up, amazing. If two people do, that's so great. And so on. You get the idea. Same with this podcast. It would be so easy for me to feel like I have to have a certain number of people who listen to each episode for it to be worth it. But that's not actually a true thing. That's something that you're making up. And while I would love it if every single one of my episodes did help at least one person, it's still not even necessary, or at least for sure not one each week. And this is so countercultural right now to be saying something like that, that if I put an episode out, say I put this episode out tomorrow, and in the first week, zero people listen to it. That's still enough because this episode is going to exist for who knows how long on Spotify. And I also still need to get this on Apple Podcasts, which is on my mental list of things to do. I need to get it out of my head and write it down. But um, that's, that's enough. One day, someone will listen to it and something that I say will help them. And that's enough for me. If one person gets help from each episode that I do, that's enough. That's great. If two people do, that's so exciting. Do you get what I'm saying here and where I'm going with this? We put these crazy expectations on ourselves and people are so focused on all the people who have tens of thousands of followers, hundreds of thousands of followers, millions of followers on social media. And it's so easy to start to feel like, oh, I need all of these followers to be making a difference. But you don't. I think back on this past year, a little over a year, and all the people that I've helped. And if I had helped a small fraction of those people, that would be so cool. And it would be so worth it for me to have done everything that I did, especially knowing the deep impact that I've had on some of these people. It's so so freaking worth it. And knowing how I feel now and how different my life is now after all of the work that I did working with my mentor, it's that same thing. It's kind of like a gift that I was given, even though I was paying for it, it was still a gift that I was given. And I am so happy to be passing it on to other people and helping other people. And this whole idea of not enough was starting to creep in for me again, I noticed, when there was a TikTok challenge being put on by Hillary, who is teaching the marketing course that I'm in. And she was talking about how they'd figured out that if you post seven to 10 TikToks a day, that's when you get the fastest growth. And people were getting like 10,000 followers in their first few days. And, you know, you can post less than that and still have medium growth or, you know, only post one a day if you want slow growth type of thing. But even though she wasn't saying you have to do this, it was sort of implied that the best thing is to, you know, get the the most followers the most quickly, to get the 10,000 new followers in a week. And I was starting to feel like I needed to do that. And then all of a sudden I had this moment where I realized, wait a minute, what am I, what am I doing? What am I thinking? This is not even like when I actually think about it, this is not even what I want. I don't want to have tens of thousands of followers on TikTok just to have tens of thousands of followers on TikTok. I would like to have people watch my TikToks and be helped from watching my TikToks. That is something that I desire. I would definitely like people who watch my TikToks to decide to book a healing session with me so that I can help them, especially because when I'm on TikTok, just watching TikToks and reading comments on TikToks, I see a lot of my past self in people and see a lot of healing that I could help people do. So I do start to feel that way of, oh, I I wish these people would watch my TikToks and I wish they would book a healing session with me so I could help them. But I have to realize also everybody's on their own path. Everybody's on their own timing. 
not everybody's ready right now. It took me a long time to be ready to dive into this stuff. I spent a lot of my life not being able to heal myself in this way. And I have to let other people just do their thing and be on their journey. But this TikTok challenge helped me realize that I was starting to shift away from what I actually want because I was getting distracted by what the culture is kind of pushing. And our culture is very much focused on having so many followers and having things look a certain way. And I know there are a ton of influencers who have a ton of followers and they maybe even have a lot of money, but they're miserable. And I definitely don't want that. I would take the way I feel over having a bunch of followers any day. And the only reason I want more followers is so more people can learn how to feel the way that I feel. So I had to catch that and realize that I was getting caught up in this hustle culture again and this cycle of pushing for more, 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 and sometimes even pushing for more, more, more without pausing to ask yourself, do I actually want more or why do I want more? And there might be things in your life right now that you feel like you want. And when you stop and you ask yourself those questions, you realize you don't even actually want it. You just feel like you're supposed to want it. And you start to push yourself to achieve these things because other people say that this is what will make you happy and this is what you want, but they won't even necessarily make you happy and they might not even be what you want. There are also people who think that they want something and they try so hard to get it and they get it and they're miserable and they're empty on the inside. This happens a lot with our beloved celebrities as well. Tons of people who are super famous end up miserable. A lot of them are doing a ton of drugs. A lot of celebrities die of drug overdoses and some of them end up committing suicide. Those things still happen to them as well. So you have to catch yourself and realize that some of these things and people that you're putting on a pedestal are not even what you actually want. And I know for myself, What I really want, what I really desire is to be able to be my full self, express myself freely, and help other people in my own unique way. And of course, I do want to be able to make money doing that. And I'll be honest, of course, I I would like to make lots of money doing that because I like nice things and I like to travel and those things cost money. So yes, I would like to make lots of money. I definitely would. But I also know that money is just technically currency, energetic currency, and everything is an energy exchange. We've been conditioned to think more that we can earn money and receive money from exchanging our time, but it's actually energy. And you can receive more money for less time by starting to realize how valuable your energy is. And especially if you are starting to do energy work and working on your energy, clearing lower frequency energy from your field and building up higher frequency energy, people will want to give you more for your time. There are plenty of people who I've felt like, oh yes, I would love to just give you my money for your help. I would love to pay money to be able to spend time in your energy, learn from you, the things that you know, all that good stuff. So you can absolutely switch from being in the mentality of needing to trade your time for dollars to realizing that you can trade your energy for dollars and that there's no limit to. Your energy is unlimited. I know it probably feels limited sometimes, And I have days where I feel energetically drained. Those are days where I haven't done a good job with my boundaries. I haven't done a good job of doing things that fill my energy or replenish my energy. You have an unlimited supply of energy within you. And part of how you can access that is by paying attention to your mental and emotional health because those things will communicate with your body and your energy, your physical body and your energy body. 
And I talked about that a little bit in last week's episode, but you have energy centers throughout your body and they can open and they can close. Different things will cause them to make those shifts. And if you're doing things that cause your energy centers to close, then energy will have a hard time moving through your body. And one of those, for example, is your heart chakra. And a lot of people close their hearts in this world. And if you close your heart, then that's a block for energy to get through. And you might have trouble feeling motivated and getting things done if you've closed your heart and there's that energy block there. Another thing that can cause it is fear in general. And that's a lot of times a root chakra blockage. But I won't get too much into the chakras today. This is just a little a little taste, a little example for you. And you can Google the chakras and learn more about them, learn more about what they correlate to and ways that you can start to work on healing them. There are colors associated with each one. So you can do things that are as simple as looking at something that is that color to start to really tap into that energy center or eat food that is the color of that energy center. Those are some great things that you can start to do. There are sound frequencies that correlate with them that you can listen to and journal prompts that go with them are also great. So there are all kinds of different ways that you can start to work on healing when it comes to that stuff and getting your energy centers open again. Also, healing sessions. And if you want to book a session with me, of course, I would love that. But there are also other people out there. There are tons of people who do energy work and can help you with that. Reiki is one type of energy healing that I am certified in. And there are lots of people who are certified in Reiki as Reiki practitioners. So I do all of mine currently on Zoom. Distance Reiki is just as effective as in-person Reiki. So that is something that I offer distance if you'd like to work with me. But you can also look up You know, you can go on Google and look up Reiki practitioners in your area. If you really prefer in-person work, you can find somebody in person and work with someone in person on that healing, but that can help. And before I really got into doing everything that I'm doing right now, I heard about Reiki. I don't even remember where, and I found somebody in Minneapolis because that's where I was living at the time, and I went and got an energy healing. And oh my goodness, it was crazy. I could literally feel energy start to move through my body where it had previously been blocked. And it was like, I didn't know it was blocked in a certain spot until I felt the block clear. And I would also feel some energy just actually get pulled right out of my body. Energy that was no longer serving me, it would just whoosh, go right out. It was amazing. So if you've never experienced Reiki, I highly recommend checking it out because it is really fun. And for sessions with me, I don't currently offer just Reiki sessions anymore because now that I'm so tapped into my intuitive abilities, I like to combine them with a read. So if you want to, you can book a session, either a 30-minute session or a 60-minute session with me. And what I will do is I will do a read for you. And depending on the session that you choose, it'll either be really short so that you have enough time to be relaxing and receiving the Reiki, or I can get a little bit more in depth if it's the hour one on the read portion. And then for the Reiki, you get to just lay down. And I mean, you can sit if you want to, but I really prefer to lay. And then you'll be guided through a meditation. I also pull in some other energy during that part, um, some even higher frequency energy to do some healing work, but you'll be guided through a little meditation. And then I like to say you get to just see where the energy takes you because that's truly what happens. And people have different experiences. It's always fun to hear about it afterwards and hear what happens for you in the session. But Like I said, you can do it with me if you want. You can find somebody in your local area. 
there are lots of options for it. And it's something that I would love for everybody to experience because I think it's magical and it's really cool to be able to open up your energy centers again, release stuff that's been holding you back and just be able to move forward with more clarity and more ease in life. So great. And uh, also intuitive abilities, like I've mentioned before, are something that everybody has and being tapped into mine has helped me a ton. So this episode is coming out the day before my intro to intuition course is starting. So I cannot guarantee there will still be spots open, but if you're listening to this and you are feeling called to tap into your intuition, you can check. There is a link in the show notes to my link tree and there will be a link in there for the intro to intuition course. So if there are still spots available, you'll be able to sign up. I have it capped at 10. So after the 10th person signs up, then it will be closed. No one else will be able to get signed up. But if you're feeling like, yes, this is something that I'm supposed to do right now. Amazing. Get signed up. I would love to have you there and be able to teach you how to do intuitive reads for yourself. If you don't feel ready yet, that is also totally okay. I'm sure I will end up teaching another intuition course at some point, and it's definitely something that you want to feel ready for. So take your time, but also listen to the listen to the intuitive nudges because you're getting them. If you haven't learned how to do intuitive reads yet, that doesn't mean that you're not intuitively tapped in. It doesn't mean that you're not getting signs and messages from the spirit world. You absolutely are. Everybody is all the time. We just often ignore them or maybe don't want to hear what they have to say. I've definitely been there before. Even recently, there were some signs that I was getting that I think I subconsciously just felt not ready for the next step that was needing to be taken. And I was resisting it a little bit. So I had to come to the realization that it's it's okay and it's time for this next step. And I had to release some things, do a little journaling. And then the thing that I've noticed is super cool about energy work in general is because it's energy, all you have to do is decide and then things are set in motion. All I had to do was decide that I was ready for the next step and then things started happening. Things and people were placed in my path and stuff will just happen for you. It's magical. Life is supposed to be magical. It's not supposed to be so hard. It's supposed to be a lot easier. Yes, there will still be challenges. It would honestly be kind of boring if there weren't. But it's supposed to be a lot easier than a lot of us allow it to be. You get to choose. You get to decide what you want to program into your energy and what you want to decide is true. Even yesterday, no, the day before that, yesterday, I forgot for a minute when it was, yesterday, I walked to the park to say hi to my turtle friends that I've been visiting for the past week. And before I went to the park, I did some energy work for myself and it was journaling energy work where I was sitting down and I was deciding how I want to feel. I am, and one of the things I wrote was, I am choosing to feel like my desires come to me. And then I wrote every day, I am seeing more and more how my desires find me and I'm programming that into my energy so that I don't have to feel like I need to go out and take it, which is very much more masculine energy. I want to be more in my feminine energy and allow the things that are for me to come to me. So I was programming that in and then I went off to say hi to my turtles and (laughs) that was nice. And then I stopped at this coffee shop that I love on the way back and there were a couple girls with dogs in front of me and the one dog just seemed to really want to say hi to me. And she was very fluffy. And I asked if I could say hi. And then the dog was so excited to be saying hello. And her owner said that she likes to give hugs. And I said, oh, I love hugs. And as soon as I said, I love hugs, I kid you not, 
literally as soon as I said that, this dog jumped up onto me. And then she just had her front paws wrapped around my leg and just literally hugged me and just sat there. And I was petting her fluffy head and chatting with her mom and her mom's friend. And she was just wagging her tail, so happy. And then they said something about how she really liked me. And I said, well, I've heard that animals are really good at sensing energy and I do energy work full time. So she probably just feels good energy. And then the one girl was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I need that. And then she asked how she could get in touch with me. And I gave her my Instagram because my website is not ready yet. And then she was asking me more about what I do and how I do it and asked if I ever do in-person stuff. And she actually works at an apartment complex that's like a block away from mine and wants to hire me to do something at one of their resident events. And I've been thinking recently that I would like to try to do some in-person stuff in Dallas because that just sounds like it would be fun to me and a good way to really build community. And then that literally found me. I was just going about my day, got coffee, and she is the one who initiated all of that. So that was really fun. And then I got home and I happened to be coming into my apartment at the same time that my neighbor was leaving. And we've been talking about me doing a session for him and he is leaving town. I can do things from anywhere, obviously, but he followed up with me about getting a session done. And it's something that would end up opening even more opportunities for me if I do a session with him. So I thought that that was another fun way that the universe is just giving me what I'm asking for and that this programming that I'm doing in my energy is working. And I know what works because I've been doing it for over a year now. And I also know it works because sometimes I will stop doing it or stop doing one piece of it, stop programming one part of it. And within a week, like if I don't do some of this energy programming for a week, I will start to see things shift. And then I'm like, oh shit, I need to get back on this. And then as soon as I start again, it's immediately back to, I mean, like I said, I, I, journaled about this that morning. I started programming it that morning and I already had signs that it was working because I've been doing it for so long that the stuff that I want is getting pretty strongly programmed in my energy. But at the same time, there are things that had been programmed before that were very, very deep. So certain things that happen out in the world can trigger that old stuff to start to come back. But luckily, I can catch it really fast now, and I know exactly how to shift it, and I know how to program what I want to program. So that is really fun. And that's a lot of what I do with people who are in my coaching, whether it's group coaching or one-on-one coaching. It's a lot of getting things programmed into your energy that you want and working on deeper healing of the things that need to be healed. But then also with my monthly membership, that's what we're doing is working on a lot of energy work and mindset work. And I mentioned that the one person was talking about her in-person event. I had another person bring up that there was a situation in her personal life where she would host a game night and feel like not enough people came. And then sometimes she would go when somebody else hosted it and it was like way more people were there at this other person's house. And she was allowing that to make her feel like there was something wrong with her or people didn't like her as much as they like this other person. And we talked about how there could be tons of reasons why it was actually happening, but that as soon as you start to think that that's what it is, you're also going to create that reality of not as many people showing up to your thing. So the first thing that you have to do is shift out of that energy and decide that in the past, it just happened to work out where other people weren't there. And then you get to decide, I'm choosing to feel like the right amount of people or enough people come to my game night. And you'll start to feel like however many, we'll just say four people, 
you'll feel like four people is enough. And then when only four people show up, you'll still feel good. But what's probably going to happen is also more people will start to show up because you're feeling like enough people are there and you're having a good time. And then you're in the energy where more people are attracted to the situation and it continues to feel like it is enough or even more than enough. And then the other situation that was super similar was another girl does some volunteering and she was having, she was hosting these meetings and some of the times nobody would show up and she was taking time out of her day to go be there to offer this support to people and they weren't showing up and that can feel really frustrating. And that's one where I'll sometimes feel too with what I do, sometimes I'm showing up so much on social media. And like I said, if I have a period where there is less engagement, it can feel like, why am I even doing this anyway? But then I have to remind myself that just because nobody said anything to me doesn't mean that it didn't help them. And I definitely know that to be true because I've had people reach out to me before and say that they've been consuming my content for a while and have told me how much of an impact it made on them and how helpful it was. So I always just remind myself of those things. And then also with her, I told her, it's enough that you're willing to show up and you're there for the people who are ready. Because again, not everybody's ready. Not everybody's ready right now to dive into this stuff, but they know that you'll be there. So the one day when somebody feels ready to go to that meeting, they'll show up to that meeting and they'll know that she'll be there and they'll be able to get the help that they need. And same with my stuff. You know, not everybody's ready to sign up for my intuition course right now. And even if everyone was ready, I can only take 10 people. So I can't have everybody ready at the same time. It needs to be slower. And if only two people sign up, then that's great. I get to really help two people tap into their intuition. If only six people sign up, I get to help six people. That's a lot. That's six more people out in the world who know how to do intuitive reads for themselves and who can help their friends and family by doing intuitive reads for them if they want to. They can decide to start their own business doing this stuff if that's what they're feeling called to do. But every single person who says yes is enough even if it's one, even if it's none. And the none is the part that's the hardest, I think, for our minds to get acclimated to that change. It's such a big change to go from feeling like you need all these people or every people, every people, what? Everybody, like every spot. If I felt like Anytime I did a course and I had the ability to take a maximum of a certain number of people, if I decided to feel like only that maximum amount of people would mean that I was successful, then I would be actually limiting myself. I would be limiting myself from being able to feel the way that I want to feel because I want to feel like I'm successful and I want to feel like I'm making enough of an impact. And I know that I already am. I know that I make an impact sometimes just having a conversation with somebody out in the world. And me doing that is enough. That's okay. I don't need to have all of my courses be completely filled up every single time. I don't need to have every single time slot that I have available to do a read filled up with a client. I don't need that to happen in order to be successful. I'm already successful. I'm already helping people. I am pretty sure every single day I help people, even the days where I'm not technically working at all. I'm still helping people just by being myself, by showing up in the world, by content that I previously posted being discovered by somebody. I am doing enough and you are doing enough. You just have to decide to look at it that way and trust that you deciding to look at it that way right now is not actually going to hold you back. It's going to catapult you forward. There might be a little bit of an adjustment period while you're getting used to being in this different energy. And sometimes it takes a while for the new energy to build up before the physical shifts. Like I said, I've been doing energy work like this for myself for over a year. 
So because I've done all of that energy work, I can now shift things really quickly. And I've figured out how to. Even last night, I was doing some journaling on some stuff. And I've figured out how to even just word things in a certain way and figure out the root of what's going on for me that I can write something down and I can literally feel the energy shift. And it was like, I felt a little weight lift off my shoulders last night with some of the stuff that I journaled, which was really cool to experience because that doesn't always necessarily happen to me, even though I do see quick results from my energy work. It was like an immediate feeling like this energy just came off of me and I was free from it, which is one of the best feelings. This is why I love teaching this stuff because it's so much fun and everybody's tapped into intuition and energy. Like I said, whether you realize it or not, we've all walked into a room and felt the energy shift. You've probably even said that before. You have seen it shift in positive ways and negative ways. You've walked into the room and someone was so excited to see you and you felt their excitement. You've also walked into a room and maybe people either weren't excited to see you or you just realized the energy was already heavy in there and you're like, oh my gosh, what did I just walk into? You feel it. You're tapped into it. Everybody is, but you can get even more tapped into it and you can shift it. You're a little alchemist. And I also highly recommend the book, The Alchemist. I feel like I've probably talked about this in a recent podcast episode because I just finished rereading it for the third time. And I feel like I need to read it every year as just a little reminder for myself of lots of things. That book is great. So I highly recommend reading that book and seeing what you get out of it. See what resonates about that story for you and allow it to shift the way that you're currently showing up and start to play around with shifting your own energy. Catch the things that you're not necessarily loving about your life, about the way that you're currently thinking, the energy that you're currently in, and decide. I know saying you get to choose how you feel sounds so simple and obnoxious in some ways probably. And you might even be thinking it's just wrong. Like I can't just choose to feel happy. And I would say, yes, in an exact moment, you can't just snap your fingers and become happy. However, you can do some journaling and you can decide I'm choosing to feel happy and satisfied with my life. And you can decide I'm going to feel that way. So I'm going to now see the ways where I am happy and where I'm satisfied and how things are good. And this is where brain rewiring statements that start with every day I am seeing more and more are so helpful because you're literally telling your brain every day I am seeing more and more how joyful life can be. That's a good example. If you don't feel happy right now, if you feel like your life is lacking joy, write down every day I am seeing more and more how joyful my life can be. And then decide you are keeping an eye out for signs that your life can be really joyful. And there will be probably small things at first, but it's all about just allowing yourself to experience that joy and not judge it. Judgment is where we create suffering for ourselves. Judgment of not enough people came to my game night. Not enough people came to this volunteer thing. Not enough people came to this retreat I held. Not enough people signed up for my intuition course. Whatever it is, you are deciding that. You are the only person who gets to say what enough is and what's good enough in your life. It is your life. You are in control of that. Other people can certainly try to tell you, and they probably will your parents, your friends, your spouse or significant other. A lot of people will try to tell you what is good enough, but you don't have to listen to them. You get to decide for yourself what enough is and what makes you feel happy. And for me, it's like I said, being able to express myself authentically, being able to share what's on my heart 
and being able to do things in my way, being able to be silly, being able to talk about my sex life. That is something that I probably would have thought that I should not do before with clients. But especially when I'm working with people on healing, guess what? People have healing that they need to do with sexual stuff. And people want to feel satisfied with their sex lives. And I did energy work for myself around that. And now I can help other people feel really satisfied with their sex lives. So I do talk about stuff like that with my clients. And I obviously still have boundaries around it, especially because I'm in a relationship with someone else and he, I'm sure, would not want me to be sharing every detail of what we are doing privately, but there are certain things that I can share. And especially if it is just to help other people be able to have shifts that they need to have or learn how to program their energy to have what they desire. So I have to be able to express myself. I have to be able to be silly. And I have to be able to have freedom and flow in my life, especially as someone with a core energy that is feminine. I like to flow through my days. I do not like to have a tight time schedule. I refuse to do it. I always have extra time blocked into my schedule and I don't like to have a lot going on. Like even today, my boyfriend texted me because he's going to be done with work way earlier than normal. So he asked me if there was anything that he could take off my plate for me so that I could get my taxes done because I'm a little procrastinator and I hadn't done them yet. And he would be able to come over early. And I thought that was so, so sweet of him and was very, very appreciative of that. But I also let him know that the only two things I had on my plate for today were my taxes and this podcast. Also my workout with my trainer, but that to me just doesn't really count because taking care of my physical body is a non-negotiable for me. So of course I was going to get my workout in, but I had that at nine and then I came home and I ate, got to refuel the body. And then I started on my taxes and I got my taxes done and now I'm doing this and about to wrap this up and he's going to be done with work in like a half an hour. So it's perfect. And that is how I had to have my day today. Just open. I do not like to have really more than two scheduled things in a day. Three, I guess, technically when you're counting my workouts. I just don't like it. It feels restrictive to me. I like to be able to flow. I like to be able to follow my energy. And I like to experience magic. Another thing that I will program into my energy is that I'm choosing to experience magic and miracles. And every day I'm seeing more and more magic in my life or every day I'm feeling like my life is more and more magical. Those are fun things to program in. And I allow myself to experience that. Things like yesterday running into those girls at the coffee shop was fun and exciting to me. And it felt like it was just opening up all of these new possibilities. And another thing I've been programming in general is just that things get to be easier and significantly easier than they were before. And it was like, wow, this is so easy. I had been thinking I wanted to start to do some in-person stuff and something just came to me. This is so fun. And allowing myself to just experience magic like that is a priority for me. And I love to teach other people how to do that. I want everybody to be happy. And I know a lot of people in the world think that that's not possible, but I just respectfully disagree. I think that anything can be possible once you get yourself to fully believe that it's possible and are committed to doing what needs to be done to make it possible, which is mostly actually energy work. That is where we've been tricked by society. They make us think that we have to physically do all of these things, but actually you should be spending equal time probably at the beginning, maybe even more on the energy work. And then 
of course you have to take the inspired action at some point. You can't just sit around and do energy work and expect things to literally fall into your lap. But the physical action, the inspired action gets to be as easy and enjoyable as following your urge to go for a walk to see the turtles and deciding that you do in fact want to treat yourself to a coffee. It gets to be that easy. That can be your inspired action. Feeling like you should create a TikTok or post something in your story and just doing it could be the thing that brings you what you want. Our society has tried to make us think that it has to be so big and so hard, but it really doesn't have to be. You just have to get your mind to believe that there are other options, program that into your energy, and uh, go out and live your life and watch things start to shift for you and let the magic happen. So that is what I have for you today. I hope you found this helpful. And if you have questions about it, feel free to DM me on Instagram. I am at it's Kristen Hope, I-T-S-K-R-I-S-T-I-N-H-O-P-E. And uh, if you are feeling called to the intuition course, go check it out. If there are spots available, I would love to have you in there. If you're feeling called to do a healing session with me so that we can work on programming your energy and clearing out the patterns and thoughts and beliefs and energy that are no longer serving you, I would absolutely love that as well. And I have a group coaching option that's that I'm doing with the intuition course this time. So I'm taking a total of 10 for the intuition course and up to four of those people can do the group coaching if they want to. So the intuition course is 297. And if you want to do group coaching with the intuition course, then it is a total of 750. So the 750 would include that intuition course that is normally 297 and then you'd get two group coaching sessions outside of the intuition course and you get a month of group telegram access to ask me questions about things. So that is a really great way to start to make some big shifts for yourself and really work on programming your energy and doing it in community with people. If those things are still above what you're able to invest in yourself right now, then I also have a monthly membership that is $72 a month. And that still includes two live calls with me. So if you have questions and you want a way to interact with me, that is the one that is the least investment. So check that out. That one is super fun. We have another call coming up on the 28th and uh, yeah, I'm super excited for you to start to play around with programming your energy. It's the most fun to play around with. I feel like a kid again when I do this stuff, when I program energy, when I do reads for myself and then things that I pick up on in the read happen or just whatever magical surprises happen from my energy programming. I just think it's so much fun. And I love to introduce new people to it. So have some fun with this. Create some brain rewiring statements for yourself. And have an amazing week. Thank you for being here. I love you.